0: Welcome to There Is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell. I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs, and I've been in business since 1994. The purpose of this podcast is to explain the real deal of what works and why things work, hence the name, The Method to the Madness. All right, before I get to today's topic, I want to thank our very first sponsors, Jonathan and Lynn Gilden of the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They currently have over 280 five-star reviews on Zillow. And Jonathan actually has a degree in real estate from Florida State University. And Lynn has an MBA. I think that's pretty cool when we're when people go out of their way to make sure they have the right credentials to be in the field that they knew they wanted to be in and that's probably why or a major reason why they've had so much success because Realty Pros is number one in Volusia County so if you need any help with real estate give them a shout at 386-451-2412 all right so the other day I got into the mind body connection so I'm going to kind of add to that a little bit, mostly with just the mental component side of things, because it is very, very important. And my goal is to get everybody exercising and exercising in the right way so they can make improvements and feel better and then go out and tell everybody else what a beautiful thing it is when they got in better shape. Like that's the ultimate goal. So how do I help people get there? Right, Because there's a lot of tips and tricks and all these different things we can do to help ourselves be more efficient at what we do. One of the things that we know works is using a mental skill, mental warm-up as we're kind of physically warming up. Now, you can use this for your workout, like when you go into the gym to lift weights. You can use this before you get into your more intense cardio you can use this before you do an endurance event, like a 5K or longer, a bike race, a swim meet, whatever. But research has shown that if we kind of program our brain first, we're going to be able to actually be physically better at what we do. And that's pretty cool, right? Now, a couple of weeks ago, I interviewed the former mayor of New Smyrna Beach, Adam Berenger, and As I interviewed him, he kept staring at the uh, trophy. He kept staring at the plaque I have on the wall, the painting on the wall that says, Mindset is Everything. And it's a pretty cool picture that I love. It's got a little tiny kitten staring into a puddle on the ground, and the reflection back it sees is a giant tiger. And he was just, he really liked that. And he kept saying, Mindset, mindset, mindset. And it just cued him to what he believes to be most important to him. And that was mindset. So, you know, when, when we think about mindset like that, when people make that a part of their own routines, it kind of tells us that there is something to it and there really is something to our mindset. So how do you go into your more vigorous activities? Because when we're exercising, when we're training, it really should, it really should you're not going to like this but it should be hard like when we work out it should be hard and we should almost relish that we should seek that out you know there's a lot of philosophical thought on just doing things hard every day to kind of toughen us up a little bit and i do believe in that i really do i believe i try to do something hard every day and as i've spoken about before Hard is relative to each individual, and it doesn't always have to be something physically hard, although I'm going to get back to that in a second because that's what this is about. But I just like the philosophy of trying to challenge ourselves to do something hard every day. It could be something like making that phone call you don't want to make because it's hard for whatever reason. I mean, I think we all have those. We put off certain phone calls. It's like, oh, I don't feel like dealing with that person. Don't feel like doing this, you know, but that's a hard thing. And I'll say, you know what? That's more reason to do it. Like if I feel resistance to it, it is more reason to do it because after that call, it's going to make me better. If I constantly try to avoid hard things, I'm really conditioning myself to be pretty soft. Right. And I don't think we want to be soft. We want to be useful. We want to be effective. We want to do great things. Right. So that's really the same thing with our workouts. We can go into it like, eh, you know, I got to get this done, you know, check my list off, my spouse is nagging me to work out. I mean, I don't know, you know, I always say this, but maybe that's better than nothing. You know, or we could go into it like, I'm not feeling overly great today, but that's okay. I'm going to challenge myself to go as hard and effective as I can go. And that's a very good mindset in my estimation to have. And I think a lot of the studies bear that out as well. So as we're preparing for that workout, you know, instead of daydreaming, instead of playing on our phone, instead of, um, I don't know, just poor use of time, I suppose, why don't we try to get our brain centered on where maybe it should be? And here are some things we can do to prepare our mind, our mental warm-up with our warm-up. Number one is self-talk. Like, what are you telling yourself before you exercise? Are you telling yourself, I hope this isn't hard today? Or I don't feel good, so I'm going to suck today? I mean, that's like not good, right? That's not good at all. Or are you telling yourself... You know, it's probably going to be hard. I want it to be hard. Naturally, I want to do everything right. Hard doesn't mean we do anything sloppy or we hurt ourselves. No, it's the opposite. Hard means that we're going to challenge ourselves to be our best. So, you know, a positive self-talk in our mental warm-up would be, this is going to be hard, but I'm going to be ready for it. And I'm going to do the best I can. And by challenging myself, I'm going to get better. So that's like positive self-talk. You know, are we maybe saying something like, you know, oh, you know, I don't think I'm going to get that PR I got last time. So why bother? I mean, I know that sounds a little extreme, but instead of saying, you know, you know what? I think I will get it. And if I don't get it, well, that's okay because I pushed myself. So the first thing to do is to really watch yourself talk going into a workout or a race. The next thing we can do is use positive imagery. I talked about it in the last podcast where Arnold Schwarzenegger used bizarre imagery and imagined himself having cannonballs on his shoulders, right? So we can use imagery and just kind of visualize ourselves having a good workout, like keeping our chest up and our posture. I say it all the time, not just because it's proper form, but it's a good mindset. You know, it's it's, it's no wonder in the military when they always say, you know, get your chest up when they're standing in line, right? I mean, it's because it says a lot about how you feel about yourself. If you're staring at the floor, if you're slouched over... You're kind of basically telling other people not to respect you in many ways. I mean, this this is a body language issue. So, you know, you can use proper imagery to really show yourself with a stiff back and your chest up and doing all of your exercises with great form and focus. Like you can imagine that. You can imagine yourself getting that PR or maybe you're going into your cardio or you're going into a hard run or a 5K. You can imagine yourself with great form, with quick turnover, with relaxed shoulders, and you can just see yourself going through that line with a good time. I mean, what does it hurt? What does it hurt to be positive, right? I mean, you can imagine these things and go, okay, this is a better way to use my warm-up. The next thing is to focus on your goal setting. Like, yes, every workout should have a goal, you know? I mean, so oftentimes, what did I do this morning? I worked out, I did some shoulders, I did some triceps, and my goal was to make sure I overload every exercise one way or another, like that was my goal. Whether it be use more weight on certain exercises, if that was impossible because I've maxed out there, then to do a set, a second set at that weight, that's another form of overload, doesn't matter i look at my little form i look at my little sheet because i track things just like i track them for you and i'll tell myself my goal is to overload every exercise now i'm also going through my little self-talk and telling myself you know some days it's not possible you know today it was so i actually did and uh you know tell myself that you know just strive for it so the other day yesterday i'm proud of this so i'm going to say it you know One of my goals for the month was to be able to do four sets of 10 pull-ups. So, you know, I've always been able, not always, but I've been able to do 10 or more pull-ups in a single bout. But, like, the repetitive motion of it is just, for me, really, really hard. Like, it's hard to do that rest, come back and do it again. So I worked my way up following progressive overload, just like I teach you to. And uh, yesterday I got it, four sets of 10 at my body weight for pull-ups. And I was like, wow, that was cool. So that was an overload for me because last week I did three sets of 10. And I told myself, you know, I had to get one more set to reach the goal. So that was overload. So I go into the workout with goal setting in mind. And look, people that work out all the time, that love fitness, that teach it like I do, you know, don't think everything is like easier for them than it is for you. It's not. It's just... We've learned skills to push ourselves. That's all. It's not easier. I mean, I remember I was I was starting to warm up yesterday, and uh, I was thinking, oh, I got some chest today. I like that. I'm going to do some bench press on the Smith. And then it dawned on me. I had my pull ups first, and I was like, oh God, that's going to be hard. That's going to suck, you know. So I started with that, and I said, no, no, turn that around. Turn it around. You know, you're going to strive the best you can. Last week you got three sets of ten. You're only asking for one more set. You know, mindset. I had to change my mindset on that, just like you do. And then lo and behold, I did it. Would I have done it if I stayed negative before correcting it? I don't know, but I didn't because I tried to always reframe my thinking. Next thing is concentration. You know, after so this is progressive it's like a progressive warm up just like you would physically so before i get ready to do the hard stuff i make sure that my concentration is in the right place you know i make sure that i'm really staying focused and i'm not going to allow my concentration to drift like that's the last thing i do during my mental warm up i'm going to make sure that you know that the notifications on my phone and watch oh man that watch can just like be a pain you know like we set it to exercise and then if we forget to put it on airplane mode or whatever be working out these texts are going off or you know my target circle keeps coming up and telling me the deals i'm like are you serious like you know i don't check it but it's still a distraction so i've got to tell myself you know what you need to stay focused so go to your watch settings put it on mute go to your phone but in an airplane mode, if I'm playing music, which oftentimes I do, or I listen to a podcast and, you know, you, you better be listening to this podcast when you work out. You know, I put a lot of work into this. Just kidding. As long as you keep focused on your workout, I'll be happy. But if I'm going to listen to that, that's fine. But I turn off all the other notifications. Nobody needs to reach me that bad. I told somebody this the other day that seems to have a distraction issue and i said look you know i've i've got my daughter joanna and she has a different ringtone and like if she ever needs me i don't mute it like she can get me but everybody else can wait like there's no client there's no anybody else that needs me that bad for one hour and i and i honestly believe that that's true for you too i can't convince you of that but you know a lot of people go into these things like with their concentration not completely there because the brain's somewhere else. Well, during my mental prep, I don't do that. Or I tell myself I'm not going to do that. And if I set up those little barriers, then it's not going to happen. So if I remember that as I'm going through my mental checkup to, to mute my phone and to silence my watch and all that good stuff, then I'm more likely to follow through and I have control over that, right? So this is something that you can think about and hopefully apply because as i've said before you know the mind to muscle connection is 50 percent more inroads to the muscle i talked about that in the last podcast so if we really get our brain in the right place we're going to get more out of this physically and that's what i want for all of us now let me thank overhead door of daytona beach who are by far the best garage door company in Daytona. They can be reached at OverheadDoorDaytona.com.